Hey guys, it's Jazz. <laughs> um, I'm really, really excited tonight because um, I have a segment titled Conquering Demons. And it is a very fitting time to discuss this topic. Um, I'm out of breath because I just came downstairs to leave out the house and get in the car. And not to mention that my boyfriend put trash in the back of the car, I guess because the, the um, bins were full. So it stinks in here. So you gonna it's going to sound like I'm a fat girl because I can't breathe. And I just, you know, came down the steps. So, Lord, why did he do that? Anyways, <laughs> tonight we're going to get pretty deep. So I'm, I'm not like discriminating or anything. But if you're not a believer, please get off the podcast tonight. If you are offended by people that are... Um, you know, deeply saturated in the word, you're going to be offended tonight. So I, I just, you know, hopefully I'm, I have the believers listening and this is not to discriminate or to cause unnecessary dissension. It's the reason why I want a certain kind of audience and crowd listening to this message tonight. I feel that strongly about it. I'm really excited about it. And, um, God is like the biggest comedian. Like, just know that God will do all kinds of things to get you to tell his word. Like even sometimes putting you through the ringer, you putting you through the cooker so you can come back and relay it. But tonight's segment is called confronting demons. Um, like I mentioned, there is this, so this, this extreme desire to teach. It's this extreme desire or motivation that, that does not care about my past. Like those that know me, know the real Jasmine, know I have um, been violent. Okay, I've been an aggressive person. I have used foul language. I sometimes struggle with that. Um, some of you have seen me at my worst, so you're well aware of who I am. But I'm here to tell you that in spite of that, something is still, tell like, like calling, calling and purpose is still in me. It's still saying, listen, get out there, get out there and teach, get out there and spread what you know. And sometimes I attribute this, this desire, this push, which is really God to teach to me being bipolar. Um, people, because people have made bipolar disorder trendy, people seem to think it's just an up and down mood swing. Let me tell you something, and, and I'm again, this is not to cause dissension or discord. This is just what I'm telling you, what I've witnessed, and what I've personally experienced. Those of us with these mental illnesses, it's like sometimes we hear things so true, and it resonates so deep for us, that we end up just exploding with our inner feelings. And we're deemed inappropriate. We de we're deemed unwanted. All these negative things. But for the most part, you can't detect one lie. And that's not to say we have not been, you know, forthcoming in the past. What I'm saying is it's, it's when we're at those raw moments that we tell the truth. And we tell, you know, we tell, we'll see a situation for what it is. So I know that when I'm going through my episodes, for the most part, I'm not even going to lie to you. My episodes involve me looking at self. And I've got to say, out of all the demons, <laughs> it don't matter what my mother did, what my father did, what my friends did. It's something about seeing self that is the scariest one of all. And like I've mentioned before, it wasn't until I saw myself that I started this journey, this intense journey 
of giving myself a butt whooping on a daily. And some people are like, oh, don't be hard on yourself. Well, when you say you're a believer, you kind of got to do. Because you never know when God is coming back. Yes, I'm one of those people that, you know, I freak out about God coming back. Why? Because if we believe like we say we do, I don't I don't believe there's anything we can really do other than hearken to that voice on the inside that, you know, will ever have us military ready. Because we are so, and I'm, and I'm speaking for myself included, we as a people, we fall so short. It's so much sin. It's so much disorder. Like, I literally could cry right now because... You know, I had a conversation with somebody close, and I hope they don't get offended. I have to use this conversation. Had a conversation with somebody not too long ago, and we were talking about what a good person is. And the person told me, well, I've done my very best. I said, according to who? They said, well, you know, I'm a good person. How? What what do you do? Oh, well, I'm just a good person. So you mean to tell me when God comes back and he asks you what you did, your, your response is, oh, I'm a good person. Well, what did you do? How? What, what have you done to show yourself worthy, right? So that, that kind of got me thinking. I said, what would I tell God? Am I going to tell God, well, God, I volunteered. You think he care if I've dishonored people, if I've lied to people, if I've cheated, if I've done all kind of things to violate who I am as a person and him? You think he would care about me going to Mission and Love Charities? Shout out to Mission and Love Charities. I actually, you know, volunteer there. But <laughs> not to deviate, my point being is, we, we, we got a lot of work, and that's why I thought it was important that I touch on conquering demons. So, um, I believe that God has me on this mission of conquering demons because there are others in my life that I may have been affected by or I've affected, and I'm realizing that we have something in common. Um. Whether you want to admit it or not, the people that you have come in contact with, it hasn't been on accident. And you guys have something in common. And believe it or not, it's to aid them in some way. Now, whether we take advantage and we actually, you know, execute that is on us. But we have a job. I, I hate when or I dislike when people say, oh, this person's my assignment. Okay. How have you aided them as their, as that, if that person is your excitement, what have you done to assist this person in their personal development? That's your assignment, right? How did you work on it? Oh, well, um, I took them to a job interview. Okay. What else? Yeah, I did the best I could. But you just sat there and told me the person was your assignment. How did you empower and elevate this person? Don't, don't, don't do something that you won't get on the phone later on and say, yeah, girl, I had to get so-and-so low day smart trip up because they ain't had the money to, listen, that's not, that's not, you wouldn't do your homework like that. So don't do the people that are assigned to you like that. Treat them how you would want somebody to treat you if you have fallen short, you know, have fallen short. So, um, 2020, I've been doing a lot of purging and in that purging, I've been kind of like making some rounds to people in situations that have been, um, have caused me a great deal of pain, right? And this whole year, um, guy has told me to put on my big girl pants and deal with things. I remember two weeks before I had my, uh, very, it wasn't my first psychotic break, but it was one of my major psychotic breaks. God said, why don't you just deal with your problems? I said, 
deal with my problems. I said later. I remember saying that. You know, I, I just want to say something. We talk to God so nasty, and we want to know why we have setbacks and delays in our life. I just have to say that because I remember talking to God so nasty. He said, deal with your problems. So he's aiding me in my struggle. And my response was, when I feel like it. And I resumed the junk I was on, right? Okay, so, you know, end up having the worst psychotic break. Uh, I went to the hospital on my birthday, November 14th. I woke up. It was November 16th. They had to give me a needle and sedate me. Yes, I was wilding that bad. And, you know, in hindsight, you're like, Dad, well, why didn't I confront my demons? I'll tell you why. We don't know what our demons are. Um, Lord, forgive me. I have to exactly go to this scripture because I didn't write the whole scripture out, which is not good. But I want to touch on Ephesians 6.12. Now, remember, I just said that we don't know how to sometimes like deal with our demons. We don't know what they look like. We can't see them. So Ephesians 6.12 says, For we do not wrestle against the flesh and blood, but against rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers. I'm sorry, guys. That, that, that cut off. I don't have... I'm, I'm going to have to pull that up for you because I, I don't want to have give you that scripture. That, that scripture is powerful and it's important. But it's basically saying it's stuff we can't see, y'all. And it's masking in other ways. What other ways are we referring to? We're talking about childhood trauma, your greatest loss, and your lowest lows. That's where they are. And because it's been sitting on us for years, y'all. It's been kicking our behinds for years. We don't see it no more. We're sitting there thinking like, like I saw a meme not too long ago that gets under my skin. Who does meme make me hot? Where it says, when you no longer um, get mad at your demons and you just vibe with them. Vibe with them. Complacency? Remember guys, the goal is to have us kill ourselves or hurt ourselves or hurt somebody else and, and eventually become in prison and then we hurt the next person. So why would we ever become complacent in our struggle? You got to come out. I remember last year when God really had me in the cooker, right? I was going through tests to the point where I would have to get on my knees at work, y'all. I would be crying at work like a fool. I had my shoes off at work crying, y'all. Because I was getting tested to the point where everywhere I went, people had such a deep hatred for me. Like, I could walk, and it's not to say that I'm perfect. If you, Like I said, if you know the real Jasmine, you already know what time it is. But if there's one thing the devil lied to me about as a child, it was thinking that I wasn't a good person. Like, am I flawed up? Yes. Do I answer my phone all the time? No. Do I watch a lot of y'all call? Yes. Like, I'm, I'm yes. Like, sometimes I don't want to talk. I have flaws. That, like, I can go down the laundry list if you want. But one of the biggest lies I allowed to infiltrate my life was that I wasn't important. I didn't have nothing to offer. And I didn't have nothing to contribute. Those are lies. You do have something to contribute. Why on God's green earth would God go out of his way to bring you here? That makes no sense. You mean to tell me God is like us and he just do stuff to be cute? He would never have us here if he didn't have divine and great purpose for us. So, when I was going through the cooker last year, God, I mean, I would be on my hands and knees praying y'all at work, at the station, on the train, like this overwhelming... um. 
this over this overwhelming desire to pray and 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 dig deep was on me, y'all, to the point where I said, nah, it's it's something within self. Like, granted, on the outside, I'm being hit in my head, but I'm not being hit for nothing. I'm a target. Why am I a target? Because I'm a child of God. If you getting whooped on the daily, you're chosen. People get so offended. We're like, oh, how would you know you're chosen? Why are you trying to make me feel like I'm, you know, not important? I ain't never told you that. I said for the people that have a divine calling, they're getting whacked in their head more because they're just that 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 teaching, that 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 desire to teach, that knowledge this person has can lead the people out. A lot of us are in bondage and we live in beautiful homes. Some of us are in bondage and we live in bad homes. The moral of the story is we're in bondage. We're living lifestyles based on the things that have us shackled. We need to conquer that. If we don't conquer that, we're still going to give the same poison to our loved ones. This is what it's all about. We're trying to bypass the poison. We're trying to detox the poison. We can't do it if we can't get to the root of the problem. You wouldn't go and drink antifreeze, right? Because on the label, it says that it's antifreeze. So it's the same thing when you deal with adversary. You have to know what it is. You wouldn't walk to a fire. You know it's burning. You know it could burn you. It's what we need to do in the spiritual realm if you're a believer. So, like I said, last year I was getting hit over my head. You know, um, I used to go through things and I would internalize it because I used to always tell myself, you know, you don't have the right to um, express yourself. You don't have a voice. Um, you're not important. And most of all, you're a doormat. So, Jasmine, you don't have the right to express. Now, people didn't really tell me this. This was something I came up with myself because that's how I felt. Like, every time I wanted to speak or express, people would gaslight me, put me down, mock me. Um, I was talking to my boyfriend earlier, and sometimes I stutter. Because I have bipolar disorder and I go through something called a manic phase, I talk very fast and I stutter a lot, right? So, um... When certain bullies in my life heard me talk, they mocked me. And that kind of made me shy away from really expressing myself because I'm like, oh my God, I don't want, I, I have this intense fear of speaking and not articulating it well or not saying this politically right and the person totally negating my entire argument. I couldn't handle that. And so finally, I, my boyfriend told me that apparently Moses had a problem speaking. And we all know what Moses did, right? So again, it don't matter about your past. If a person sit there and tell you, oh, you can't do X, Y, and Z because you used to do that. Well, are you currently doing it? Then you have reason to start anew. I can see if you were still stuck there. And even if you were still stuck there, that person got to reach their hand out since they know every daggone thing and pull you out. And if they can't do that, you don't need it in your life. You got to conquer that demon. Stop letting the devil tell you you're not important or you can't do something. Just because you fell short. So what? We all fall short. The difference is some of us is falling short and some of us don't have the luxury of seeing it. So we're left to believe this person just has the best equilibrium. Like they don't fall at all. Like they, they, they perfect. They like that. They not like that. They don't want you to know. And those people are really holding back on deliverance from folks. You could be really saving people, but because you too worried about being cute and being politically correct and doing this like that, you're not saving people. This is what it's all about. It's people, and I'm turned tonight, FYI. I'm turned because if I had known the ounce of this, 
Y'all, I would have never tried to do a lot of stuff. I wouldn't have suffered for nothing. I would not have done this simple-minded. Man, I could go on and on. I, I, I probably have to do a part two on conquering demons because y'all don't know the half of the stuff I have voluntarily gotten into thinking I was less than what I was. Ain't that something? I let them get in. I let those spirits get into my head to the point where I said, I ain't nothing. I ain't got nothing to offer. Yet I was creative. Yet I was smart. Yet people would attach themselves to me. And that's not being arrogant. It's just that when you have that light on you, people want to know you. They want to talk to you because they know you got something to offer. Y'all, it's time we I we gotta act like it. It ain't nothing wrong with knowing you 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 gifted, y'all. It's the arrogance. If you are not arrogant, you have freedom to walk in who you really are. Let me get back to my books. I don't want to lose the uh, course of my message, but um, a lot of this is because y'all we don't we have lack of knowledge, and we gotta study the Bible to show ourselves approved. Second Timothy two fifteen. Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed. Y'all, if we don't know, just open the Bible. Again, I'm speaking to the believers. Okay, naysayers, if you still listening, just listen. We're talking to the believers right now. Y'all, I did not, a year, a year before last, I could not quote you a direct scripture. That's how, that's how much I was not reading the Bible. I knew some. I knew some works, but I could not quote you direct scripture. But yet, I wanted to be mad at my mom. I wanted to be mad at certain family. I wanted to have all these grievances. And little did I know, God already knew about it. Which is why he was trying to get me to talk about it. But I was like, nah, you ain't gonna, I'm telling God you ain't going to get it. So, we don't believe, I think deeply, it's because we don't believe demons are real. We don't believe they intend to kill us. Um, I think a lot of us walk around like all the light, all, all this world is about is bubble gum and popcorn. They think this stuff is sweet. They think this stuff is for play. They think we out here just to be out here, you know, like, or, or they're dealing with real life hardship, but they'll never let us see it. So they, they're leading this illusion that some of us that are falling short are just hanging. We're not just hanging, y'all. We, we battling some real stuff we can't see. So, like, I feel like we don't believe that they're trying to kill us. We just think that they're just trying to make us sad. If all the devil was trying to do was make us sad, then why is people committing suicide, y'all? Why are people acting on their anger to the point where they're letting one second of rage put them in prison for 20 and 40 and 80 years? Y'all, you trying to tell me that the devil is just a prankster, that's it? No, he want to kill you. Or he wants you to kill yourself. Um, I think that childhood drama, your greatest loss, your lowest lows, that's where you need to work at. Now, nobody is saying to ruminate. Nobody is saying to stay there. We're saying knock it down so that way those things can't pull you back. I've been pulled back by these things because I put them in the back of my head, back in my back pocket. I'm like... You know, I don't need to deal with this. I'm fine. You know, I haven't talked about it in this long. So surely I'll be okay, right? Slowly but surely, I kept seeing the same patterns. Like I mentioned, I have, I had a great deal of abandonment issues with my mom. My mom abandoned me. You know, she didn't mean it. She was a freaking kid herself. But for years, I could not work or talk to an older woman. 
If an older woman told me to fix my shirt, in the back of my mind, I want to meet her in the parking lot. How dare a woman who's never done nothing for me tell me to do anything? That was my attitude. And that nastiness literally stopped me from elevating. I missed out on a promotion, y'all, from that attitude. And it's crazy because the work was there. I was putting in the work. The fruit was there, right? And I wasn't able to pick it. I'm like, I'm planting these seeds. I got apples and oranges on my tree. Look like a little bit of plantain up there. And I can't grab it down. Why, God? I don't understand. I, w- I would be so angry with God. I'm like, God, this is not right. How come I planted this seed and you're not trying to let me get it? Well, why would God bless me and reward me and I had such a nasty heart? I hated women. I hated women so bad. I thought every last woman was a no good, troublemaking, baby making, irresponsible bag of trash. And I expected God to work with me in an, in, in an agreement to, to show these women up. I expected good things to happen to me with this attitude. Are you freaking serious? I stayed in the same place for years. It's like I was on a personalized mini version uh, prequel to hell. I kept working hard and going in a circle. Not seeing a promotion. Very little pay raise. I said, what the heck am I doing wrong? What the heck? It was me the whole time. I had not dealt with my mom. And God would tell me, you got to deal with your mother. I said, I'm not doing that. And guess what? Until I dealt with her, I kept running into people that remind me of her. Okay? Um, you got to conquer it by acknowledging it, it for what it is. If it's abandonment for you, deal with those issues. Who abandoned you? If it's rape, who raped you? If it's PTSD, what scared you into fear that is immobilizing you from leaving your home? You know what that thing is. And if you're not comfortable saying it to a friend or a loved one, that's okay. But you need to go to God. God knows about that thing and it's in the Bible. Like I didn't realize, I was like, God, I'm not about to talk to you about my mom because you don't get it. I'm by myself, right? Abandonment, right? Well, this is what God has to say about abandonment. This is Psalms, Psalm 34, 18. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Is that not me? Now, I never, I, I did not open the Bible, right? And I'm like, mm, God want me to talk to him. Why? He don't know. He don't know. No, he ain't got, you know, where his mom at is what I'm thinking. He, he ain't had to see what I had to see. You know, he, he, that he wasn't up late at night screaming for his mom, walking in every bedroom is what I was thinking. I said, God don't know. Yes, he do know. What the, how, why would he not know? But that was my attitude. And, you know, now that I know that God was, not only was he there the whole time, but he was just looking for me to talk to him, y'all. I remember when I used to be up looking for my mom. And I'd be in the house by myself. So I would go to every room. I'd be like, Mommy! Mommy, where are you? Mommy. And like sometimes God would just gently say, I'm here. And then I remember, I, I don't remember verbatim, but I remember sometimes saying, I'm scared. Or, you know, I, I, I don't want, you know, I don't want to be alone. I remember saying that. And God was there. He was there. It's just that I wanted what I wanted so bad. I was willing to denounce God's will for my life. And, you know, it it caused me a great deal of heartache and pain. And like I said, delays, 
You got to conquer the demons, y'all, or you will experience nonstop delays. Like, you, you'll be sitting up there working for a company. You got it made. You got the look. You got the tools. You got everything, the skill set, all of that. And then you won't go nowhere. You'll be at the same job doing the same thing, getting undermined, getting overlooked. Like, what am I doing wrong? It's your heart. And the inner, your inability to deal with your past. People say, stop rehashing the past. Don't keep bringing it up. Right. You are absolutely right. But how can you effectively deal with the past if you a little bit go and erase some things? You you know, you go back and modify it a little bit. You got to go in like head on. You a fighter. A lot of us are fighters for real, but we don't want nobody to see it because we know the minute we show that we are fighters, a lot of them leeches in our lives, they're going to fall off. There's people in your life right now benefiting from the fact that you a sucker. I'm sorry. I was a sucker. There were people in my life that were there because I didn't want to be alone. The thought, oh my God. The thought that people wouldn't talk to me. The, the thought that people wouldn't want to hang. The, the thought that people wouldn't take my gifts. Oh my God, it ate me alive. Until finally God showed me, listen, <clears throat> I see what you're doing. You're not slick. I'm God. You need me. Stop having the disease to please. You need me. Deal with your abandonment. It's why you're stuck. How many of y'all seen a person give, give, give? And you thinking to yourself, well, what this person, Santa Claus? How come they always giving their stuff away, right? And most people are going to say, this is a good person, right? Oh, this person, surely, you know, they don't deserve to live in a bad house. Surely they deserve several cars. Surely everything should be perfect. Oh, why is that? Oh, because they're a good person. Well, why are they a good person? Because they're always giving. Mm, I see a person trying to win approval. Oh, that's messed up. You jealous. Jealous how? I was that person. So I know what it looks like. I've, see, I've conquered that thing. So I can call that thing. Okay? So, um... You got to conquer it by, like I said, acknowledging it for what it is. And then you have to find how it is presented in the Bible. There is a word. God is making it so easy for us. There's a website, I believe, called openbible.com. If you are unsure if it's in the Bible, put it in that search bar and it will pop up. Still use your hard copy Bible. But if you're having difficulties, use the open Bible search bar. That thing is real, okay? Um, another scripture I want to know about abandonment. Psalms 27, 10. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Guys. Now I was telling, I sat there and told God, God, you don't know nothing about what I'm going through. And there is scripture again. You trying to tell me God is not with us on this journey? He looking for God. Listen, if we are children of God. He's looking for us to act like such. People think because the de the demons, the devil, they're, they're, they're glamorized like they just hard hitters, right? So that's why a lot of us think, mm, I don't want no smoke, so I'm going to leave that alone. Listen, if they like that, supposedly, what y'all think God is? You mean to tell me God is just this big old teddy bear pushover that'll let us say whatever we want, do whatever we want? We don't have to pay for that? You, you really think that? No, God is who you really fear. And if we are a child of God and God has this boldness that'll make the demons even shudder, it says, we got it too. We have that same fire. It's just that we know once we dig deep, all, all them little friends, all them little cousins, all them people we hold true, 
girl, I tried to call so-and-so back. They ain't pick up their phone. Because they sick. You, they've been exposed. They don't want to talk to you now. We, man, I had a situation happen recently. Ever since I've been in my word and building myself up and fortifying myself, man, people don't want to even look at me no more. The same people that will ridicule me and mock me today don't want to look at me. Hi, y'all. Silence. Hey, guys. Silence. Y'all, you got to conquer the demon. Once you beat that bully in your life, who can touch you? What if, what if your deliverance is past that demon? Now, ain't nobody said you're going to be able to go in and hit the demon with a two-piece and a biscuit and walk out unscathed. And I ain't tell you that. He might dog you, <laughs> but you're going to still have the victory because you're still going to stand. Or, or you might be able to fully punish him if you dig deep enough in the work. You might be able to knock him out. But you can't do it falling short, y'all. Like, 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 y'all, we're powerful. We have value. Don't let nobody lie to you. I don't care if it's your mother, your grandmother, your auntie who um went to Harvard and she all let listen. If auntie's putting you down, she's no good. If uncle's putting you down, he's no good. If your boss is having you leave your family, you done messed around and got divorced, you don't, you don't make it to your child's practices, and he telling you you ain't no good, man, put in your two weeks notice. I mean, make sure you got something in place. But put in your two weeks notice. You don't deserve that. God did not make us to be pushed over, y'all. That's not fair. That's why people don't want to go on this walk. They're like, mm, I can never go on that walk. You see how that Christian got pushed over? Listen, we don't get pushed over, y'all. We don't have to be nasty, but we can protect our peace. That's a thing. Why you think that's not a thing? That is so a thing, man. And that's where I'm at in my life. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of being second best. I'm tired of being treated like, oh, that's just jazz. Oh, that's not just jazz. That's Jasmine Henson. Matter of fact, it's Miss Jazz. You will not regard me as a slave. You will not, you will not regard me as, a, as if I'm nothing. I'm a person. Only way you can get to that point is if you conquer it. Sometimes conquering it isn't always fighting. Sometimes it's the ugly cry. I was talking to my Aunt Tamika. Shout out to you, Aunt Tamika. Because you are the only person that I've been able to ugly cry to. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people don't see me cry. But man, that ugly cry I gave her three weeks ago. It was such a purging cry because I told her the truth. I told her about the demon. I told her what it was. I told her what it was doing to me and how to beat this particular demon. I just had to face it. See, not all the demons you got to face the same. Some of them, you just got to face them. You just got to face them like that. What I told her on that phone, I said, you know, I hated being abandoned. And it made me cry so hard because I'm such a prideful person, such an arrogant person at times when it comes to dealing with my pain. Because I don't want, when you've been bullied and mocked and ridiculed so much, you don't want people to even see an ounce of your weakness. That, the thought that someone knew a weakness, my Achilles heel, it broke me. But like I said a few weeks ago, God break me down. Because I know you're going to build me up. So I, I trusted the process. I cried. Like, it was the ugliest cry you could ever hear. Matter of fact, if she doesn't laugh about it, she's a real one. Because if it were me hearing somebody cry like they have an asthma attack, I'd have laughed. <laughs> but it, I, knew, I knew I needed to do it. 
and I felt good. Like all of the work I'm doing this year and conquering my demons, I'm hoping that it helps aid the next person. Y'all, please stop sitting on these testimonies. If you've been raped, I'm talking to victims of rape. If you've been sexually molested, men, I'm talking to you too. Y'all have been molested. Please tell somebody, help somebody. It's somebody in your life right now that they, you know, you want to classify them as angry, mean, and hostile. Y'all, this person been violated and you have the antidote by using your testimony. I'm not going to talk nice on this podcast. I'm not talking nice because bondage not, is, is not nice. You think Harriet Tubman was talking nice to the... I feel like Nicki Minaj. <laughs> you think Harriet Tubman was talking nice to the slaves? Y'all, come through the water. Sunshine, Lil Ray, walk walk through the water. Y'all, I want master. She put a gun to their head because she knew freedom was at stake. Y'all, our freedom's at stake. We walking around here in bondage for nothing, y'all. Do you know how angry I get knowing that we walked around in bondage for nothing and I'm supposed to be cool? I'm not close to be being cool. Seeing my, my cousins, my sisters walking around, not operating in their calling because of things that were spoken over their life, negative things, it makes me so angry. So angry that I want to tell them the truth. You a slave. You don't deserve that. Write a book, tell your story. Everybody in my life, I do my hardest to empower them because I know what it feels to not be empowered. I know what it feels like to have people put you down. Oh, this ain't no sympathy. I don't need no sympathy. I, I can't do nothing with sympathy. What I, can, what I can work with is people that understand what's going on and they're willing to be in the fight with me and help expose these things. I know my cousin will get real mad at me for putting her out there. I got a cousin. Shout out to Chantel. I knew she was talented. I already knew that. But to hear about her talents, right? And hear her downplay her gifts. I wanted to bite the side of her head. Why why would a person think with all those gifts and talents, they are nothing? Because people have lied to them. People have told them they were not that great. People have told these people they were just okay. Who, who are these people? Point them out. You think that's fair? To sit up there and see a person already like battling something and to tell them, mm, you alright. Girl, what is your struggle? That you would tell the next person they just alright. I'm not okay with that. <laughs> and this is just one of many segments you're going to hear me get fired up. I hate to see people hurt. hate to see people in bondage. I hate to see people counted out. I hate to see people bullied. I hate to see people cheated. I hate to see people lose. I hate it because I know what it does to your psyche. If you ever wonder, what what, what went through that person's mind before they killed themselves? Devil got in their good. We got to do better, y'all. We cannot sit on these testimonies. I'm already at the 35 minute mark. I don't want to make it too long. I'll just end up having to do a part two. So I'm just going to wrap this segment up and we're going to call this first half confronting demons part one. Are you sharing your testimonies? Have you confronted your demons? Are you unclear as to what a demon is? 
Y'all, comment. Send me a DM. Send me a message. Again, I'm not getting paid for this. I love sharing this awareness. I'm hoping it empowers one person. Let me know what you think.